damn fool. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. No, Carl Stout. The boys are back in town. Yeah. Boys are back in town. Uh, so yeah, we're here. We're here. We're covering the end of the robot doom, whatever you want to call it, epic saga. But first, uh, the Iron Fist season two trailer. Event. So trailer is fantastic, but I'm just gonna have to say if you're already sold on the show, don't watch it because it has so many spoilers. It's crazy. Like it tells you, it tells you the entire plot pretty much of the show. He's talking, of course, of the trailer, not the show itself. Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, so yeah, awesome trailer, but yeah, don't watch it if you don't want to ruin what's going to be a bunch of really awesome moments for yourself. Uh, but it, yeah, awesome trailer. The fight choreography looks top notch, and I didn't mind the fight choreography in season one. Now, some of the fights were eh, but I was fine with most of it. But the fights in these look really good. I just hope they keep it kung fu and flowing and don't, you know, try and cater to the daredevil crowd and make it all Now, speaking punchy. of the daredevil crowd, did you just see what I posted on Facebook? Yeah. I really wish... Yeah, so... Minor spoiler, there's a leaked photo of Daredevil Season 3, and there's two daredevils. Mm. Uh, one's in the daredevil armor costume, and one's in like the season one costume now we all want it to be iron fist in the daredevil costume and i want iron fist to essentially play with daredevil with a superior skill that would be fantastic but unfortunately i think it's probably going to be someone framing him like yeah. the kingpin hiring someone to make him look bad uh, because the kingpin is back yes which is a source of rejoice Yes, great news. Uh, unfortunately, Karen is also going to be back. Please die, please, Ugh. or please become addicted to heroin and just stay out of the show because I hate you. You kill my favorite characters. You're useless. You are just a master reporter all of a sudden for some reason. I hate you so much, Karen. Please go away. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> no bias here. Yeah, I, I, I love Karen in the comics. Like, obviously early on she's very typical stanley 60s female but you know she becomes a really nice character in the show i just can't stand her and it is actually a real bummer for me like i really look forward to that all season three and then i remember she's in it and i'm just like oh man it's like a I'm player half, yeah i'm halfway through punisher right now finally watching it i'm actually watching it with the guys i work with okay which is quite quite funny because I work with a bunch of guys older than me who have no interest in comic books whatsoever. Hmm. But we put up a big screen TV in the break room for meetings. Yeah. Uh, when our corporate people come by because we have Wi-Fi and the new TV they bought was a smart TV with a Roku hookup. I immediately linked the TV to my Netflix account. So we've been watching one episode every day between lunch and, uh, break okay. of the Punisher and all these older guys are hooked. They're like, Punisher today? We're watching Punisher? Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, Karen comes on the screen and everybody's just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> she, Her again. Uh, without too many spoilers, she... Uh, 
Actually, she might be. She's not in it, like, as much as I feared, but she's still in it a lot. Um, do, what do you think of The Punisher so far? I am on... I am on episode eight. And... It's... It is good. But, like, every Netflix Marvel show, it is... Suffering from dragging on forever. See, I'm not... Eh. They did, but I feel like Luke Cage Season 2 and Iron Fist didn't drag on for me. Um, I thought the episode lengths were fine, which is why I'm like really disappointed that Iron Fist is going to be 10 episodes, because I thought the fir- first season's pacing was fine, and they just knocked Luke Cage Season 2 out of the park. I don't think it was like the second coming or like amazing, but it was really good and it was consistent throughout its, all its episodes, so I think it's a shame that re- they're reducing the amount of episodes. I'm really disappointed. But, uh, well, yeah. Let's, let's, let's see the finished product of yeah. what they do yeah. with these ten episodes before we go. I just don't want an entire Daughters of the Dragon episode when we only have ten episodes. You know? Like, mm-hmm. um... Give them if you want. Give them their own show. I don't want it. I don't want it being like Daredevil season two as well, where like half of the shows a Punisher ad. That was annoying. And yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying Punisher. I guess I thought the first three episodes were dog poo, but I thought it got better as it went on. Sort of. It was. It was good. There was some good moments. Uh, it's just. Do you know anything about season two of Punisher? No, nothing. Okay. Other than, of course, Jigsaw again, God forbid. Ah, uh, well, it just, it just, have you seen how Jigsaw looks in season two? No. Oh, no. It's, it's awful. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll see the end of season one, then you'll see the season two photos, and you'll be like, what? But, anyway. Yeah, so, exciting stuff though. I'm really excited for Iron Fist season two. It's good times. Less than a month away, people. Uh, make sure you send us... Send us your uh, apprehensions, hopes, dreams, uh, anything about the show, just send it to us. Paychecks, whatever, we'll take it all. And just let us know what you think of the upcoming season, and then after the season's aired, you can send us another email, and we'll uh, see how it's all stacked up. Because we obviously will be doing an episode on season two of Iron Fist. We'll have a whole episode dedicated to it. Because it's Iron Fist and he's got a TV show, guys. It's awesome. We're living in a world where that's happening, so... Yes, I actually, we'll be honest, I never thought it was gonna... Yeah. Hell, I never... Yeah. I mean, Iron Fist... Yeah, Iron Fist is just like... Yeah, you never think it would happen. He's that... He's that C-list. I guess... I still remember talking to Ray Page... Uh, not Ray Page. Ray Park about it years and years and years oh, ago yeah. and since that never transpired I was just like oh that was the one chance he was hot because of Star Wars and Darth Maul and Toad Yeah, it didn't happen so now it's never going to happen and it's probably only going to happen because he was attached to it yeah but here we are so um, here we are and now yep. we have before we go no martial art ability whatsoever cast in the world well, I mean, he got training. That's what's important. Right. Well, so. I think it's it's funny that it came out later. Because they had advertised that, oh, he's been working with people and this, that, and the other thing, and blah, blah, blah. 
he was working with people just for 15 minutes on the day before the scene was shot. Right, but no, it, it, yeah, it turned out like he had like some basic like Taekwondo training like before they started shooting, like white belt yeah. stuff. And then he was literally, they were breaking down fight scenes five minutes before they shot. Yeah, that wasn't his fault though, that was all them. Like, right. they, they hired him so late because they were obviously worried about stirring up complete poop storm um with casting which they the uh, no matter who was cast there always would have been a poop storm and they did and yeah so they cut they casted him way too late because they were scared and the show suffered i guess uh i mean i just watched episode six the other day and i thought it was fantastic you remember the arena fights he goes to challenge the hand yeah yeah i thought that was great I guess, but, um, yeah, some people really don't like the fights, and some of them are a bit sloppy, I guess. I just, it's hard for me, because I don't see them as that bad. Uh-huh. Um, uh, my only concern for season two is he seems awfully ground punchy. Hmm. As in finishing the battle, like, every time by punching the ground. I guess we'll like, see. I think I've, I've seen it, like, three times already in clips, and, like, can't keep doing the same damn thing. It's like it's a multi-layered yeah. thing he has going on. I here. mean, he can yeah, he can do so much with it. He can shoot bullets out of his chest. I mean, like if the bullets are in his chest, that came out wrong. <laughs> he can't just shoot chi out of his oh. chest. Let's forget oh. that. But um, yeah, like it can be used to heal a Jedi mind trick sort of thing. Um, so Slap hopefully, what's out of the air? We've seen that. Oh, we've seen one. Well, in the comic, he's done it. In the, in the yeah. last episode, it bounced off his iron fist. Yeah, so hopefully they, they go... Because they did heal with the iron fist in season one. They did start to go there. Yeah. So let's hope that... But he's, he is a master of the martial arts. And three thugs, you know, coming at him on a street. It's not something that the iron fist would be needed for. Well, that was my big problem with that last fight in Defenders, how he just had it on... The entire fight for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, we've talked about that. <laughs> so, yeah, on to the issue. But before that, here is a quick promo for a new podcast. Hey, Connor, I've been giving this a lot of thought. I was wondering if you could do a podcast on anything, what would it be? Oh, Iron Fist, obviously. Hang on, haven't you already got one on Iron Fist? Uh, well, two couldn't hurt, right? <laughs> uh, I was I was leaning towards Superman, you know, the um, blue and red fella. Yeah, honestly, you're probably right. We should probably do a podcast on him, shouldn't we? Hi, I'm Connor, a fan of truth, justice, and the Australian way. And I'm Ray, Lex Luthor sympathizer and Brainiac groupie. And we're your hosts for Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast where two Australians, one superfan and one newbie to Superman, cover everything, anything Superman. We're going to do comic books, uh, radio shows, TV, whatever we feel like, whatever decade we feel like, and it's going to be awesome. We're even going to dress up as Superman. Um... I'll probably be more like bizarre, but sure. So coming soon. Make sure you guys keep an ear out. Look forward to catching you then. Whoosh.
And we're back. And yes, that was me on there, but don't worry. I'm still doing the Iron Fist podcast. That other podcast will be fortnightly, and it's too Australian, so it's just going to be easier to organise. But no, Iron Fist is not being put on the back burner or anything like that. I mean, for God's sake, we're here covering the Robots of Death trilogy. We're committed, guys. Even if we're not, like, every week, we are committed. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah. So... Yes, uh, this issue... Three titles. Yes, three 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 titles. titles. Issue 53 of Powerman and Iron Fist, published October of some year, because I forgot to look it up. So you can read out some of this stuff while I look that up real quick. All right, so this issue of Powerman and Iron Fist, issue 52, called next issue Iron Fist Uncaged. The cover of the issue itself says, No mercy hath the hero killer. In the first page, where we have Luke and Misty plunging to their death in the New Jersey River, is called Death Plunge. Yeah. The cataclysmic conclusion of the Deadly Nightshade trilogy. So it does have a name, I guess. It's the Deadly Nightshade trilogy. Uh, so, yes, I... And on the cover, we have a giant, huge, golden, cross-eyed robot holding Luke Cage in <laughs> one hand while pulling back his left hand in a mighty fist but Iron, Iron Fist has his fist fully charged, and he's punching the robot right in the nuts and bolts. I mean, I like the cover, but I don't really like the robot. I don't like the robot's face. Yeah. If they had changed that, if it didn't look like almost a Disney character, if it like a like, robot yeah. duck. <laughs> the Sonic the Hedgehog villain. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Doctor awesome. I mean, look at all the, the machinery in the background. It's all excellent. Yeah. And then you just have this cheese ball cross-eyed robot's face. It's, it's the only real disappointment. And even even the ink shading is almost Kirby-esque yeah. on the robot itself. But, I mean, I guess it does the job. It shows you, hey, you know what's this issue? Power Man and Iron Fist fighting robots, and... It's, I don't uh, know if you have the date, but it's yeah, 1978. Oh yeah, 1978. Yeah. But I'm in the uh, I'm in the epic, and they they take out all that information in the epic collection. There's no paragraph on the bottom of page one saying the month and all that. They took they take all that out for some unknown reason. Yeah, I'm using the epic collection too, and uh, you are correct. But yes, so, Luke Cage, a child of the streets, Daniel Rand, a son of the mystic city of Kung Lun, two men from different worlds, both reborn with strength and power beyond belief, and together, no one can stop them. Except for the Mountaineer. Stan Lee presents Power Man and Iron Fist. So, right now, the moon is neither a silver penny nor a ghostly galleon to a doomed misty night. More like a dirty brass subway token, misplaced in the water 300 feet beneath the New Jersey Palisades. A smudge of reflected light that speeds towards a plummeting car in which she and Luke Cage are trapped. Cage, at least, is lucky enough to be unconscious. He'll never feel the impact of death. Plot by Chris Clamon. Pencils by Sal Buscema. I was going so well, and then I couldn't pronounce the name. <laughs> I think it's Buscema. Buscema, right, because... Buscemi, I guess, maybe. Sorry, Sal, if you're listening. Uh, Inks by Jim Mooney. 
Scripts by Ed Hannigan. Lettering by Gene Simic. Colouring by Nell Yomtov. Bob Hall, uh, editor. Jim Shooter, editor-in-chief. So we have a, you know, pretty good opening page of a car plunging into the water. Misty's face looks a bit weird. Maybe. I don't know if that's just me. Um, your face would look weird, too, if you're clothing to your death. Yeah, that's a good point. People aren't... Yeah. All right. So, yes, they land in the water. Misty they hits hit her head. They the water so hard that the front end crumbles. Because yeah. from the depth they were thrown, it's as if they were running into a concrete wall. Which is actually bounce. a nice touch. Correct. Yep. Because usually they would just have the cars going in. I think it's funny that they were correct on this part. Yeah. And then completely wrong on the next page about the door. I know you haven't read the issue in a while, so we'll just get to it. Shh, you're not supposed to tell them that. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, stuff happens. We have lives. Yeah. So they hit, they hit the water. They're thrown high up in the air to the point where they're thrown into the middle of the river. That's quite a ways. Yeah. The front end crumples as it hits because... When you hit water at a certain speed with a certain mass, it's literally like hitting concrete. concrete yeah. That's why people jump off bridges and actually usually die from the impact, not from actually drowning. Yeah. Um, she smacks her face off the windshield. Um, the car slowly sinks to the bottom. The air inside the car is still good. There, it's it's sealed, but there is a small leak. The water they're showing coming in from the crack in the windshield, and Misty's monologuing to herself. Uh, she sees that Luke is still unconscious. She's trying to wake them up, wake him up, and if she doesn't wake him up, she's saying like, "You're fired." Uh, just yeah. then, the wind, the entire windshield that was cracked from her head, blows into the car from the water pressure, filling the car up with water. She punches the door open, and as she's trying to crawl out, she puts no good. The water pressure on the door is pinning me here. This is the end for sure, lady. And she passes out again, saying, Luke Cage, I'm going to fire you. Yeah, so... And a mental clue, Luke wakes up and goes, holy crud, we're under wa- I'm underwater, and kicks the entire front end off the car. Yeah. <laughs> now, the problem here is, once the windshield blew out in the car, the inside and outside water pressure is stabilized. So yeah, just yeah, it wouldn't be pinning her. The door would not be pinning her. But it is a nice touch that she does use her bionic arm to punch the door open. I won't say that much. They don't just forget she has a bionic arm, which uh, you guys were talking about last issue. And now we have Connor's favorite part of this entire issue. It's your favorite part, too. How <laughs> I'll let you describe. Um, no, yeah, so, well, uh, Misty has is drowning, and like she's already passed out, and Luke gets the brilliant idea... Of, uh, his belt. Yeah, to tie a tire to her back so she'll float to the surface. This is a tire he's ripped off the rim, so there's no longer any air in it. Yeah, so she floats miraculously, and uh, Luke swims up and he's like, okay, now to check if Missy's okay. Oh, whoops, she's face down. Because he strapped the tire to her all wrong. And I'm just like, why... Okay, let's okay, let's get deal with this first. Why wouldn't he just carry her up? Well, if you notice, he needed two tires 
under a tire under each arm himself uh, to get to the surface. I gotcha. Yeah, but he's really strong though. And he he's... yeah, I had, and, and he grew his belt back, but we won't go there. And, uh... <laughs> Symbiote. <laughs> it's moved on from Danny. Kelsey <laughs> belt. And yeah, it's this is a little goofy right here. There's no real reason for this. It doesn't really make sense. I mean, technically, I wouldn't be surprised if you could have just thrown him over, thrown her over his shoulder, because they're literally standing on the bottom. Yeah. And power jumped from the bottom to break the surface and then swim to the shore. Yeah. So I mean, she 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 would have still been passed out, drowned, whatever, because that was had already taken place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not it's not Luke's fault she drowned at least. Um points to so him he, for that yeah he, well, the other part part is uh he's you know chewing himself out and he's just like wait that doesn't really make complete sense <laughs> yeah so he yeah he's 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 i do like how he, yeah he is chewing himself out um but he used to as this says he used to swim in the hudson when he was a kid and like so he had life life-saving training as well so he um resuscitates her and it works because if it didn't work then she'd be dead and you know comics have to live um so i will point out that uh here luke cage is a good swimmer he's had lifeguard training he knows how to rescue drowning victims but later on he just forgets how to swim um in like uh this is at the end of power man and iron fist which i'm on the record for absolutely hating and that's one of the many things that the writer obviously just got wrong so yeah uh, so uh, yeah Luke saves Misty you don't like Christopher Priest's work I love his work I don't like his Power Man and Iron Fist work his Deadpool stuff was amazing um, would you put it higher than David Walker's stuff or no David oh um, I'd put David Walker's stuff above it because at least the characters act like themselves well, for the most part, Danny's a bit stupid, but, you know, I just, yeah, Priest run on Power Man and Iron Fist, I don't know, it's just like, he didn't, I feel like he didn't really know anything about them, or, I don't know, it was, I guess we'll get to that, it's been years since I read it, but I just remember hating it. Alright, so yeah. Misty comes to and says, job, uh, he's, he can have his job back, which just confuses Luke, because of course, he didn't hear any of the inner monologuing in Misty's head underwater while she was saying, if he doesn't come to and get her out of there, he's fired. Yeah. So now back to Liberty Towers. So Misty has, uh, she's looking pretty good for someone who just drowned. She's running around banging on doors. Uh... So Liberty Towers is an empty monument of altruism and big government spending, a low-rent housing project that for various reasons is not and has never been occupied. Now this is where the base or Nightshade and her large friend are. Yeah. Or so most people think. The early morning, however, it's thousands, thousand dead-eyed witnesses, swarming police cars, and a horde of noisy carrying beetles, a raid, a raid hastily organized at the assistance, insistence of Cage and Misty. The cops are expecting the worst. They're like in full riot gear and stuff. Yeah. Bring it out, man. we got to get up there now. They've all heard the stories. Robot goons with super strength terrorizing the Harlem Rackets. According to the hero detectives, the building is the robot stronghold. Up here, this is where I was held captive. Can we right just take a moment 
to just think about how utterly insane the premise for this story arc is. <laughs> like complete madness. Like you just you have you don't even you'd, if you wanted to do an intro, you probably wouldn't have needed like the robot thing, but they just made like like a street level crime racket, but they turned everything into like a super powered robot, and it's just. It's bizarre, and for me, it just doesn't mesh well at all. Okay. So I'm not going to point out the 400 Superman issues I could say the same thing about. <laughs> so she's banging on the door. Luke Cage says, step aside later as he punches the door in. But he's ordering his pay. We're busting in. And oh, no. Oh, yes. Our birds have flown. Empty. Building is empty. The police chief is pissed. Shaking his fist at him. Ugh. Yeah, he's pretty angry. I've had it up to here with you costume freaks, etc. Um, so everyone's yelling, carrying on. Uh, Blake Tower, DA's there. And uh, so Danny shows up. With his Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'll point out... Uh, his boombox. His 70s boombox. Last issue, because I wasn't there with the Joy fiasco, but I'll point out that Joy had said previously, or Danny had said, the last time Joy appeared in Danny's run, Danny had said in his head that Joy didn't know that Iron Fist was Daniel Rand, which itself makes absolutely no sense. But now she does, and... It's confusing and it's awful and it really annoys me, but I just wanted to point that out. So, yeah. She knows who he is now, though, so it's all good. They finally dealt with that plot line that had just been left behind. Um, but, yeah, so they all reunite. Uh, Danny's carrying a special sensor made for me by the good people at Rand Meacham. It's calibrated to a specific energy pattern found in the cybernaut fragments from the robots that self-destructed. See, the difference is, Carl, Superman is sci-fi a lot. Neither of these guys are sci-fi heroes. <laughs> one's a mystical hero and one's like a street-level hero, and they're fighting, like, hoodlums that are robots, whatever. Um, Misty collapses because, yeah, it makes sense. There's, um, but she wakes up, and because, well... Oh, wait, no, she doesn't wake up, but they leave her behind because, obviously... And the medic says she's got a concussion, she's got contusions from the river, and she might have hepatitis. Because <laughs> the river in New Jersey is that dirty. That yeah. going into the New Jersey River with a scratch will give you hepatitis. Also might still have water in her lungs, but apparently that's not important. So, yeah. yeah. So now, Misty is listed in serious but stable condition at the Columbian Hospital. Cage and Iron Fist do not begin their search until later that afternoon because of going to the hospital with Misty. Meanwhile, in a burned-out section of the South Bronx, a long-abandoned high school is the scene of an unusual and concealed activity. The low hum echoes through the deserted, vandalized hallways. There is no life to be seen. The hum gets louder towards the basement. Some nice panels. Loose. The occasional shard of ceiling plaster open to glass. Other than that, the place is desolate, forsaken even by the rats, until one reaches the stripped-down boiler room, secret door within. I just need to... On that door, dun-dun-dun, a page pulled out of a Jack Kirby comic. Uh, Before we move on, just pointing out Iron Fist Color on the previous page, 
with the oh, yeah. background. It's uh, it's it's going crazy again. It's got a mind of its own. Not just the red background. Look at the top left. <laughs> at least that. The... Yeah. Good times. <laughs> I gotta get. Ooh. I gotta get like a parody drawing where his collar is just huge. We need a website just dedicated to the color of Iron Fist. Yeah, I throughout all this time I should have been taking like photos of every time his collar's been ridiculous, but I've been slack, so Well we're not done. There's still several more pages. Oh. <laughs> so we get to isn't his name Chunky? Isn't that what she calls him? Yeah. Yeah, Nightshade, she calls him Chunky. Who was established as the brains quite early on. Uh, now, actually in the first when they go to charge the where the hell is it? There's a washing machine in the background. Oh, everyone's got to wash your clothes. (laughs) Robot clothes. Guys staring into the washing machine. Yeah. It's like, what am I doing here? What am I doing with my life? Oh, shit, I put it on whites. (laughs) And uh, security check is complete, my dear. Everything is in place and accounted for. Good, Chunky. A few adjustments, and our backup headquarters will be operational. I hated moving from Man- from our Manhattan base, but it's better to play it safe. After our run with the Lady Detective Misty Knight, our man, it would hardly be prudent to stay there. Yeah. And now she's monologuing her origin about how... Yeah, she's monologuing hard. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think about it, she's monologuing to an empty room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's so crazy, not, okay? Who else would come up with like such a weird plan? To, usually they wait till they have the, the, you know, the heroes trapped and tied up to pull this full page of monologue about my origin. But right, she so, grew up in Harlem, realized it was a dead end, and knew she had to get out. So she no, we got it. We got it. Studied in secret. We'll do this properly, Carl. We got to read it. Oh, come on. Yeah. New York was a mere stepping stone anyway. The next generation of cybernauts will have more power, more strength. They'll be the equal of any so-called superhero. With their power, the domination of the whole world's crime operations will be assured. Everyone who ever laughed at me, whoever underestimated me, they'll be sorry (laughs) they ever heard of Nightshade. I learned early what the world was like in Harlem. That was easy. I could see the ghetto was a dead end. I had to get out. The only two ways out were learning and crime, so I decided to master both. Stroke of dun, genius. Dun, dun. I studied avidly and secretly in the library. I was a genius, but no one suspected, and I made sure no one would be by playing dumb. By the time I was 16, I had amassed the knowledge of a trio of PhDs. I guess she just probably thinks she amassed that knowledge, because I don't think she's that smart. <laughs> then the time came to put it to use as a deadly nightshade. My first tries were foiled by superheroes, but they were bold attempts. And that's never in a comic or anything. Uh, the authorities soon found that no jail could hold me for long. Everything was going fine until now. The backstory doesn't really explain that much at all. <laughs> uh, suddenly, boom. boom! You got that right, and the worst is yet to come. Mama. Look at that majestic color. I mean, the whole... It's a really awesome page, and then you see Power Man and Iron Fist. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Nightshade has had a lot more effort put into her than the two heroes of the book when it comes to (laughs) artwork. 
you found me, but you'll regret coming here as she works at her little... This is my territory, hero, and the odds are in my favor. Attack! And then the Batman Adam <laughs> West music starts playing. Scash! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> her robot goon squad in different forms of being built. Some of them don't have skin and look like they have buck teeth. Or after Iron Man Iron Fist. Yeah. And now he says, Luke, Iron Fist says, remember Luke. Yeah, it's a matter of timing. One, two, three. Because we find out that Danny's little frequency machine that looks like a boombox yeah. can also reverse the frequency and it is setting out a frequency that just out of phase with the robots messing them up enough that for some reason they can break them easier. Hey, at least it's explained. They're not just breaking them easier for some reason. Because you totally so, know that could happen. <laughs> so they take their time and they mow through the normal sized goons. We got some just... awesome lines from Danny here. He got me. His grip is like steel. Odd choice of metaphor, Luke. His grip probably is steel, but no more. But um, Good joke, Danny. And then uh, Luke uppercuts one robot and sends him flying. He's just like, Luke, how strong are you? And he's like, why? Because, uh, well, however strong you are, you're going to need it all now. And the big golden robots that were on the cover and who also knocked out Luke Cage from the issue before make their reappearance. It's like, they knocked me out. That's not an everyday occurrence, just every couple of issues. So... Danny throws a flying kick into one and just bounces off and gets punched in the face. Kick had no effect. Looks like last time I couldn't even dent him. This one pounds him on the top of the head. They sure can dent us. Hey, where's that iron fist of yours? It's like, oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> oh yeah. So he uses These that. Cybernauts must have been designed to fight a military force. They're too fast, too coordinated for a lone fighter to face. I can't dodge all these blows, and worse, I can't concentrate and focus. Gee, must try. He's closing in. It's now or never. So Danny actually does manage to summon. But we the... don't get like unto a thing of iron. We get yeah, living flesh get... acquiring the hardness of iron. It lashes out with rocket speed, crippling the behemoth. It looks like he just blows the knee clean out of that sucker, and as it's coming yeah. down, he now then backhands with the iron fist, taking its head off. Good start, but to bring him down, I must apply the lessons I learned in Kunlun. The test of the one. Oh my God, somebody did research. Yeah, I know, right? It doesn't happen often, folks. <laughs> Luke, By the good book. Spot is eight centimeters above the waist. Hit it with all you've got, eight centimeters. What a time for a lesson in the metric system. Guess I was close enough. As he punches at midsection, flash. The top explodes off the golden robot. Well, if it ain't the little girl who don't wear perfume, ouch. <laughs> all right, now, this comment was made earlier by Misty Knight that she found it odd that a woman who was keeping a man around wasn't wearing perfume, which personally I find odd, but this was the 70s and it was a different time. 
I told you about her, didn't I, Fist? You don't scare me, Cage. Chunky, I need time to escape. Happy to oblige, my dear. I'll protect you with my life. Then Iron Will Fist you? kills Indeed. Chunky. With one blow, Iron Fist flashes one more time. As we surprised, Mr. Cage. Now, God forbid they were wrong on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is Iron Fist have his, like... Package. She senses like, ooh, that's a robot. Yeah, like it should have had a line where like, okay, he's just a robot. <laughs> what if it was just some dude and there was blood and guts everywhere? Small and large intestines. Drink <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Whoops. I guess he just had an arm like Misty. <laughs> Reaction's kind of the same though. Uh, you know, she is. So, she's like, you've killed him. He was more than a cybernaut to me. He was the only friend I ever had. And now he's gone. And Luke's like, hey, come on, don't cry. And then she calls him insipid fools. Ha ha ha. <laughs> she was secretly just going for the gun in his pocket. Yeah, they fall for that bit every time. Oh? Oh? bro. Always underestimating me. Always thinking of Nightshade as a child. Always giving me the chance to escape. And then she fires she... a pistol, which is like a big flashbang. Yep. Um, Dazzling light, I can't see. She took us off guard. They'll recover their sight in a matter of seconds. And when they do, I'll be long gone. Then we have four panels of Luke Cage. Yeah. Sweet Christmas, I can't believe we could have been suckered like that. We bust our guts, taking out a dozen robots, then blow up by falling for one of the oldest tricks in the books, and it gets a 110-pound female to boot. We start and... to see now, and oh, how? Daniel has had because... a fight blind. Eat it. In Kunlun, I was taught that a warrior has five senses to guide him. Thus, if one is impaired, it is no great loss. The task may be done with the other four. Let's just be glad he didn't have to lick the robe. <laughs> so, <laughs> I had to find her with taste. So I see. Stick my tongue out. That way. <laughs> you know, Danny, we make a pretty good team. If it wasn't Part of Misty's detective agency. You got fired, remember? Although I'm sure they'll take you back if you really want them to. I'll think about it. Yeah, so they don't act. Act... Yeah, a yeah, new beginning. Power Man and Iron Fist, but they're not. Still yeah. It's... A new beginning for Power Man and Iron Fist, plus the most offbeat new villain to hit the bank robbery biz in the story. We had to call Heroes for Hire, which that's like the first use of the title, isn't it? I believe so, yes. Yeah. So, actually, well, not a bad other issue. Than, other than him being called Hero for Hire first. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, I didn't think that was a bad issue. I thought, obviously, I think it was the strongest issue out of the three. Yeah. No, it was good. I liked uh, Luke and Danny didn't have any speedball maneuvers, but they were working together, which was good. Like, you see how they're both valuable to each other um well I guess I guess it seems like Danny's doing most of the work in this though now that I think about it um he punched his way out of the car yes he did and he saved Misty uh so Danny would be sad if Misty died and Misty would be sad too because she'd be dead so but yeah um I really liked the bit where she makes her escape but Danny just stops her (laughs) Um, just punches that cliche right in the face. Well, he probably like nerf pinches her or something, but yeah. 
knows? So, yeah, they're treating Nightshade like she's an established villain, but I'm, like, 99% sure she hasn't appeared before this arc. No, she, no, she was in Power Man. Oh, really? Yeah, she's a Luke Cage villain. Why wasn't she saying, before Luke Cage stopped me then? Why was she saying, like, before superheroes stopped me? Whatever. Well, actually, actually, no, to be honest with you, her first appearance might have been against Captain America. Well, I'm looking this up. Yeah, uh, disclaimer, guys, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, but the only hero for hire I've read, the original series, are the first two issues, so essentially his origin. I haven't read, um, the rest. Yeah, I read that stuff 25 plus years ago. I think, yeah, I think Rebecca is the most recent person who read all that stuff. Let's see, Nightshade, Tilda Johnson. Oh, yep, you're right. Uh, she appears in Captain America first. Now, does she appear in... Does it say Power Man? Um, or does it not go into that? It just gives you the first appearance. It's just... It's Captain America, and then she runs into Power Man and Iron Fist. Hmm. Huh. I thought she appeared. This is just the Wikipedia article, though. It's not the Marvel Wiki, so there might be... But, uh, yeah, so 1973 was her first appearance. This is five years later. And she also appeared in Captain America 403, so she's... She was in Shadowland? Man, I remember that. <laughs> well, yeah, she's still around. Interesting. I thought, I kind of, when I was reading this, I thought she was a, like a one-and-done character, but I guess not. Well, she also has, uh, I believe... A different hairstyle and a different outfit now. Yeah, I see. I see this image here, which is indicative of the current quality of writing, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me put it in the Skype chat. Yeah. Solid issue. Now, and of, and of course, you know she is in season two of Luke Cage. Yes, yeah, As, very uh, different origin. Yeah, but similar hairdos at the end. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, very different, different character, uh, but a bit more similar than like some of the other characters. Maybe I don't know, but yeah. So you can get this uh, easiest option is probably the Epic Collection. Of uh, the first epic collection of Power Man and Iron Fist, titled Heroes for Hire. Uh, there's the Power Man and Iron Fist Essential, which is probably going for a lot right now, plus it's in black and white, which is not better for this run. Uh, you can get the single issue for pretty cheap, I imagine. Just keep an eye out for back issues or find it on eBay. And, um. Uh, yeah? Um, this actually is not cheap because it's early in the run of Power Man and Iron Fist. Ah, okay. Don't be surprised if this is fifteen to twenty five dollars. Oh, that's yeah. That's cheapish, I guess. For like an old issue. Um yeah, you have anything to add about the issue? Any thoughts? No, I enjoyed it. Um can't wait till the next issue where not only Heroes for Hire is the title Three times, so it's, they stuck with the same title. It didn't oh, change. you ruined it for everyone. There's no reason to but, listen to uh, the next episode now. But uh, 
We, uh, we do, for the entire issue, get a collar that is under control next issue. However, it is ruined by a Lee Press on helmet. <laughs> yeah. Which you got, you got to see to enjoy. No tassel, <laughs> just a dome stuck on his <laughs> Yeah. There's <laughs> always like something that figure. goes horribly wrong. Like why why do things keep going horribly wrong with artists trying to draw on? I, like... I don't I don't know. I, I I'm not even really a fan of the cover. It's I liked it, but let me examine it Carl style and see. It's almost I... like something out of a cartoon. And by cartoon I'm talking like Saturday morning. It's but we'll get to that next week. Yes, yeah, we'll save that for next week. I kind of see what you thanks. mean, but yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Yep, see thanks you next time. very much. Uh, May, uh, yeah, remember, uh, first aid, if someone's uh, drowning, tie a tire to them, and all will be well. And watch them slowly bounce off the bottom as the current takes them away. <laughs> Peace. Later. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter at Iron Fist Podcast, our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash sons of the dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are, our YouTube, Connor Carl, just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening. 